It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This is the Reds Hot Stove League. The Reds Hot Stove League is brought to you by Holy Grail Banks, proud sponsors of the Reds Hot Stove League, Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, JTM, let's create great dishes together, MSA Architects, and by Document Destruction, the official document shredding vendor of the Reds. The Reds Hot Stove League is also brought to you by CBTS, a Cincinnati Bell Company, technology solutions for business, your tri-state Chevy dealers. Check out Chevy's award-winning lineup only at your tri-state Chevy dealer. The Healthcare Management Group, greater care for greater Cincinnati. Woody Sander Ford, I-75 at Mitchell Avenue, right in the middle of everywhere. Now, the Reds Hot Stove League on News Radio 700 WLW, the home of the Reds. This is the final one held at the Holy Grail Banks for this offseason heading into the 2017 season. We welcome everybody for our Hot Stove League program with Jim Kelch. I'm Marty Brenneman. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I hope you folks are brimming full with a lot of questions tonight because Jimmy and I have to stretch this bad boy out for the next 55 minutes. How are you? Well, you want to talk about the Northern Kentucky basketball team? I mean, we've got to fill time. They've been doing very well. I'm very happy to say they've won 17 games. and It's been a lot that? of fun, and uh, they still have five more to go in the regular season. And so of the five, what, what do you give them? I'd say they have a, a real, real chance to win four of those. So you're talking about 21 wins going into the conference tournament? Yeah. That's pretty strong. That'd be strong. That would be very strong. You know, you mentioned that this is the last show down here, and I heard a few moans and groans, but really you don't want to do that because that means the season is upon us. We no longer have to do the show. You're going to have games to hear, games to watch, information going to be flowing out of Goodyear. It's going to be a good thing. Well, I really don't care about the games that they can watch. If we're talking about TV as opposed to radio, I could care less about that. But the fact of the matter is that this program will air from Arizona. After next Tuesday night, uh, Mo Egger will be doing the show in studio because all of us will be gone. And then the following Tuesday night and on consecutive Tuesdays leading up to the final Tuesday before opening day, we'll be doing the show out in Arizona from whatever locale the Reds happen to be playing at on a particular afternoon. Yeah, I took a look at that. Most of those are in Goodyear, so that's that's good. We're already set up there. We don't have to uh, wait and then have a long trip back, back to where we're going. But there's always good information coming out of uh, the shows in Arizona because you've just played a game. You've got things going. How, how players are, are performing thus far who's not performing thus far, anything uh, from an injury standpoint, knock on wood, that won't affect, hopefully, the Reds like it affected the Cardinals today. How about that? So, uh, yeah, we'll keep our fingers crossed and hope that kind of thing doesn't happen. Yeah, for those of you who have not heard, uh, one of the maybe the best young pitcher in that organization, or at least the ones we're familiar with, Alex Reyes, has complained of uh, discomfort in his elbow. I guess they did an MRI today. They're going to have the results of that tomorrow. Naturally, the Cardinals are taking the high road in this thing. John Mose, like the general manager, said, let's not jump to conclusions. Uh, we'll see what the MRI reveals. But Jeff Passan, 
a very accomplished baseball writer, writes that there are more people than not that think he may end up having to have Tommy John surgery. Well, if he does, he would be the second in two years then because uh, Lance Lynn missed all of last year with Tommy John. And remember, two years ago, Adam Wainwright early in the year tore his Achilles and missed 95% 95% of the regular season before coming back. Later. Yeah, so if it is uh, it is Tommy John surgery, they lose Reyes, but uh, they get back Lynn. Uh, but uh, that that's a, that would be a real setback for them. I mean, it's kind of interesting the, the way that uh, the USA portrayed it yesterday and, and or day whenever it was, uh, scouting the Central Division of the National League, how the Cardinals are taking on a, a different posture this year. They're not the favorites to win the division, yet they feel like they can challenge uh, with the Cubs, and if they lose Reyes, uh, that's that's a major setback for them. I think I read that the Cardinals, uh, you probably saw the same thing, are something like 40-1 to 1 to win the World Series. Uh, the Cubs were 9-2, to 2, and I think the uh, – who was the other team that was 9-2? to 2? I thought it was an American League team. So the Cubs weren't the overall odds-on favorite any longer to win the World Series. They were even with another team. Well, I think anybody who's, who's, who's playing that hand is playing it because of how tough it is to repeat. Because, I mean, on paper, it's essentially the same baseball team with some additions. And I, the Chicago Cub fans have to feel that they are the best team in Major League Baseball. I don't know if anybody in the American League is better than them. It's been, today's happy Valentine's Day, by the way, to all you ladies out there. Happy V-Day. Today's a big, big day all around the tri-state and the country, really. And and the guys that show up without their wives, (laughs) not good, boys. Not good at all. Look to our left. We've got the lovely Diane is here. That's correct. God bless you. Yeah. Yeah. Now, as, as I was about to say, two days ago when the Brandon Phillips trade took place, I'm sure there are people across Red's country that were in mourning. And I know that you have talked to a ton of people. I know I've talked to a ton of people that have texted you, that have emailed you, that have called you, that have talked to you on the street saying, this is a terrible, terrible move. I've tried to explain to people who didn't understand, while it's a terrible move in terms of the fans with Brandon Phillips, for this organization to get back to the winning ways that they want to get to, this is a good move for all concerned. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, at the same time, in, in the 43 years I've been doing this job, he's the most fan-friendly player I've ever seen. No doubt. I, I mean, nobody even in the same league with him. And, and not only that, but he was fan-friendly not because he felt it was uh, a job. The, the, he did it because he loved to do it. He had a tremendous love affair with the fans, and the fans, in turn, reciprocated uh, to him. Um, uh, there were players that, that were not big fans of Brandon Phillips, and part of the reason for that is they didn't want to spend the time that he spent with fans, and his doing it made them look bad. So they had an axe to grind with him, which I thought was the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. If, if, you, if it makes you look bad, get your butt out there and do the same thing he does, and maybe they'll like you like they like him. And I agree with what Trent Rosecrans or Zach Buchanan wrote. And I told this to Joe Morgan. I was on the phone with Joe yesterday for almost an hour. And one of those writers, I forget which one, said about Brandon Phillips, the second best second baseman in the history of the Reds franchise. And that's exactly right. That's exactly what he is. Um, so I'll, I'll miss 
I'll miss his approach to the game. Uh, I'll miss a smile. Um, at the same time, uh, if you're going to be a team that's in the midst of a rebuilding period, then you can't be halfway about it. You've got to go in, and, 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 and you're either all in or you're nothing. And I think there's some clubs that say we're all in, but yet they're not. And all that does is set you back even more. Um, I've said a million times, and I'll say it again, there is no untouchable on this club. If you can get a return, and, 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 the, and the return for Brandon Phillips was next to nothing, but it was a move that was necessitated by the fact that they've got two kids in Peraza and Dilson Herrera uh, that need to display their abilities without a cloud hanging over their head and knowing that the incumbent is standing off to the side watching everything you do. Um, I, I think Brandon finally was willing to accept a trade because of three things. One, he knew he was never going to get another contract here again. Right. Two, he was never going to get extra years or year and more money out of a team that he would agree to a trade with. And three, this may be the most important thing of all, he knew that no matter how he played once the season began, if the powers that be determined that Dilson Herrera or Jose Peraza, it was time for them to play second base, that Brandon could be set down no matter whether he was batting 330 or 130. I think they made that point clear to him. If that scenario had played itself out, his market value for the coming year or years would have gone right down the drain. He would have had zero market value. Now he's at a club, he's at an organization out of necessity because of the Sean Rodriguez automobile accident. They needed him. They made the trade. They gave up nothing in order to get him, and they assumed only a million of the $14 million contract, and Brandon's going to get a chance to play every day. Well, he has stated, and this was important too, that he does want to play beyond this year, so he could see the writing on the wall, as you mentioned, in order for him to get a new contract, he has to play on an everyday basis. Exactly. And it seems like it was the writing on the wall because the Reds and the Braves talked about it. They work out a deal. Brandon says, no, I don't want the deal to happen. The Braves go out and sign Rodriguez, as you said. All of a sudden, Rodriguez gets hurt in a freak car accident. Right. First, it's reported he's not hurt at all. Then it's, no, he has a shoulder issue. Then he needs shoulder surgery, right. maybe out for the year. So it seems like it was just meant to be. Yeah, and, and you know what, to be honest with you, and God bless Sean Rodriguez and the fact that he and his wife are fine and, right. and they all came out of it all right other than the fact he has surgery. Brandon Phillips is a better player than he is. There's no question about it. He's a better player. So uh, Atlanta helped themselves, but I think the Atlanta Braves have made it very clear to Brandon that this is only a one-year deal because they've got a young kid named Albies who's, who's very close, just like the Reds have in Dilson Herrera. And they feel like in 2018, this kid's going to be ready to play. So Brandon may be on the hook with the Braves for only one year. And that's the reason why it's even more important that he go out and play regularly and go out and put up big numbers. I agree. I agree. And I agree. 749-7000, 1-800-THE-BIG-1, 843-2441. Our phone numbers, you're listening to the Hot Stove League live from the Holy Grail Banks. And we'll be back in just a moment. And we're back at the Holy Grail Banks on this Valentine's Day 2017, marking the final show here at the Holy Grail for this portion of the uh, the off season. Of course, next week the show will be in studio. Marty will be out in Arizona doing a little report on what's going on out there. 
And then, of course, the following, I think it's five Tuesdays after that, they, uh, the show will, will take place from Goodyear, various sites around Arizona. A reminder, sign up today for the Red Legs Run. It's coming up on Saturday, May the 13th. Participants will receive a race T-shirt, one free Reds ticket, plus don't miss a post-game party in the Kroger Fan Zone. Proceeds from the Red Legs Run benefit the Reds Community Fund. You can register today at reds.com slash run. You know what? I'm just, I just studying this. See, you, you do a whole lot more studying than I do. Yeah. I noticed now that there are five hot stove league programs that are going to be done from Arizona. Right. And you're right. Uh, four of the five will be done in Goodyear, and the one that isn't is in Glendale. Pretty close. Now, how in the world could I have made out the broadcast schedule, and I'm doing all five? I mean, how does that happen? I distinctly remember a conversation <laughs> taking place last year out in Arizona. I know that. in Maryvale. We were playing the Brewers, and You're you right. said, I can guarantee you one thing, because you said the exact same thing last year, late in the spring, I will not be doing this next year. And when the schedule came out, I was talking to you, and he said, did you take a look at Tuesdays? I said, I certainly did. Marty has his name on every one of them. See, that's what happens when you get to be 74 years old. You forget. And I went, I sat down in my dining room, and I made out the schedule, and not one time did I think. Don't forget now, Tuesday night's hot stove league, so you've got to schedule Brantley and, and Kelch on some of those so you don't have to do all five of them. You have to do a little flip-flopping once we get out to the desert. There's a real chance that will happen. Hey, our numbers, we'd like to hear from you, 513-749-7000 or 1-800-843-2441. We've got the inimitable, iconic Mike Mills working with us tonight, and we have folks standing by with bated breath. And without further ado, we go to Dayton, Ohio. And, Dick, you have the incredible honor of, yes, being our very first caller. Well, hi, Marty. Hi, Jim. How are you doing tonight? We're doing well, Dick. Thanks. Good. I just wanted to say, Marty, you you put it in perspective. I think this is going to be a rebuilding year for the Reds. And about Brandon Phillips, you know, he's gone now. I, I didn't want to see it happen, but... I think if they rebuild and the pitching holds up, they're going to have a better year. And, you know, and if the offense gets going, I think they can improve this year. But like you said, Marty, I agree with you. I think it's more of a rebuilding year for them. Well, you know, I, the one facet of this team I'm not worried about, and that's the offense. I think they'll score runs. Yeah. I think even now when it's pretty obvious that, Phil, that uh, Phillips is in Atlanta and that Billy Hamilton will lead off and Jose Peraza will bat second, that's two pretty good guys to be hitting in front of Botto and Duvall and all the rest of those guys. Well, unlike last year where we had a lot of question marks as to whether guys could perform or not simply because they hadn't done it or been given the chance this year, Adam Duvall has a track record. Billy Hamilton now has a little bit of a track record. Scott Shebler in right field mm-hmm. has a track record. So we're, uh, we're seeing things that uh, that hopefully are going to be a positive. Jose Peraza, an incredible second half last year at the plate. So, yeah, in terms of the offense, I think we, we've got a lot of positive things to fall back on. Now, this is the time of the year, and, you know, Vegas always posts their over and under in terms of wins. And I, I didn't look it up, and I meant to do it today uh, because I've heard conversation about it. But unless I was mistaken in what I heard last night, uh, 
I think Vegas has established the Reds as 73-and-a-half wins. That's exactly what I read. Well, then that, that's, that's a pretty good improvement over last year. And quite honestly, I think they can win more games than that. I agree. I think they can win. I think they could, uh, with a little bit of luck, be a 500 team this year. That'd be pretty good. Now, Dick Williams did uh, break down the other day with the loss of Homer Bailey at least for two months and Scott Feldman moving into the number three spot. He said there are two groups of four. Yeah that are vying for those final two starting spots. One obviously has a better chance than the other. The second group is a little bit younger, but still that group of four trying to fill two spots, hopefully uh, more than two step up, and you have some uh, some tough questions to answer. Dick, thanks for your call. Let's go to Indiana. Sam, you're on the hot stove league. Hi, Marty. How you doing tonight? Hi, Jim. Hi. Hey, um, I noticed in the offseason there is a um, – Picked up a young man from San Diego, Josh Van Meter. Um, what do you see in his potential, and where do you see him in a couple years from the um, in the club for the Reds? You know, Sam, I could sit here for the next three minutes and tell you essentially anything I wanted to tell you. I have no idea about Josh <laughs> Van Meter. I have absolutely no clue. I can't begin to give you a line of BS that has no credibility whatsoever. Because I, so having said that. I'm going to defer to Jim Kelch and see if he is willing to say the same thing or if he has information that I, that and opinions that I'm not willing to express. I'm looking at the spring training roster of roster players and non-roster players, and he is not on that list, so the answer would be no. I do not know anything about him. Sam. Okay. Now, I did get a scene playing his minor league in Fort Wayne. Oh, you did? Yes. And... Uh, I I just think he's got some potential somewhere. Hey, he's not 35 years old, is he? No, he's still pretty young. He's like in his 20s now. So, but uh, um, I mean, I, I, I simply I asked that question because the guys that the Reds got from the Braves for Brandon Phillips were 27 and 29 respectively, <laughs> and that doesn't automatically stamp you as a prospect. So, so, but uh, and. Uh, my other thing is, I, I don't know where the Reds are going to do with the pitching, but I think they need to really improve with that. What do you think about that, Jim? I think they have really, really tried hard this winter to improve themselves. In fact, they just picked up a couple of pitchers that really will vie for spots on the uh, on the bullpen this year. One is Lisa Verto Bonilla, a, a guy that they claimed off waivers from the Pirates, and another guy today, Nephi Ogondo, another from guy the Pirates. that they, they claimed from the Pirates. Exactly right. So that's a great thing about spring training. We'll get to see a, a bunch of guys that we may have never seen before and see what kind of uh, stuff they've got in terms of trying to make this ball club. We're at the bottom of the hour, 749-7000, 1-800-D-BIG-1. We have plenty of openings for you to dial us up and uh, – Fire out questions, and uh, we'll continue from the Holy Grail Banks. Budweiser, proud sponsors of the Red Hot Stove League. Grab some buds while cheering on your favorite college teams with specials on Bud and Bud Light Buckets. Back in a moment. More of the Red Sox Stove League on this Tuesday night. A reminder that you can be part of the action this season with a Reds Pick 6 plan presented by McDonald's. Pick any six Reds home games, including the Cubs, 
The Indians, Yankees, and Red Sox and receive an exclusive Eric Davis 30-30 dual bobblehead. Plus, you'll save up to 25% off regular ticket prices and get six free McDonald's extra value meals. Purchase the Pick 6 plan now at reds.com slash pick 6. Reminder that some restrictions do apply. We have callers waiting, so let's go right back to the phone and go to Ron right here in Cincinnati. Hi, Ron, you're up. Hello. Um, first of all, Mr. Brenneman and Jim, thank you so much for my summers. I enjoy listening to you guys immensely. I listen to um, you, you, Mr. Brenneman, on the radio, and then I take the Reds and I watch you guys the next day. Okay. With that said, my question is, um, Marty, you said earlier on an earlier call that you think this team's going to be able to score a lot of runs, right? I didn't say I think the offense is the one area that you really don't have to be concerned about. Okay, and and, I, and that's my question. What about the defense? Now, I, you know, like I said, I listen to you, and especially you and the Cowboy, and how the Cowboy breaks down like uh, Piazza's footwork at second base or his footwork at shortstop. Is he, he, obviously he's not going to be as good defensively as either uh, Brandon Phillips or Zach Kozar, correct? Well, no, I don't think so. I mean, uh, it would be unfair uh, to expect the kid is going to stand in at second base on a regular basis. And, and be as good defensively as Brandon Phillips uh, has been over all these years. But I think he's going to be fine. I mean, we watched a. Eugenio Suarez last year. Uh, oh, I know. That was he brutal. was brutal. But in the, last brutal. Two, in the last two months of the season, he was light years better than he was the yes, first three months. And yes, so, he did. He got so much better. Yeah, you're not, you're not going to be as good defensively at second base with anybody uh, right. replacing Brandon right. Phillips. So I think okay. that, that's an unrealistic expectation. Okay, and my, and my next it's just kind of a statement or a worry. Or, 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 should I worry with uh, Major League Baseball this year, kind of like the NBA this year, where you know the Cavs and the Warriors are going to be in the uh, NBA finals? Is it like kind of you already know that um, the Cubs and the um, Indians are going to be back next year, or is, is baseball – diverse enough that, that I should throw that off the table. Well, let me just say this. As our good friend Paul Doherty writes all the time, he says, the big 162 eliminates that with regard to uh, a football season, 16 games and the like, a college football season, 12 games, because why you play them. you've got six months of a game virtually every day, injuries, lack of performance. Now, not to say that those two teams may not get back there. I talked to our good friend Jim Rosenhaus from the Indians today. He said they are loaded to bear and going forth this year to win the World Series. That doesn't mean that they might not run into some problems and things don't go the way they should. But 162 games, the cream rises to the top. Exactly. Well, thank you guys so much, and thank you for my summers. I'll be listening to you and taping you all summer long. All right. Let's go back to the phones and come over to uh, the Kentucky side, Fort Mitchell, in fact. And, Terry, you're up next on the Reds Hot Stove League. Uh, yeah, Marty, uh, and Marty and Jim, uh, really an honor to uh, talk with you. And uh, I noticed, Marty, you mentioned your age uh, just a short time ago, and I was, I was wondering, uh, have you, uh, you know, you've, you've got a young wife. Uh, would you rather spend April in Paris or April in GABP? Uh, I'm thinking you'd probably spend April in Paris. So, uh, you, you know, consider- i got to tell you something, uh, Terry. I haven't lost a damn thing in Paris, nothing. I mean, I, I, there are a lot of places I want to go, but Paris ain't high on my list. Well, let me just, uh, just I'd like to go back to my- Turnbury and St. Andrews and yeah. uh, you know okay. what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, that's I'm- probably not going to happen anytime soon. 
Oh, well, I'm very sorry about that. But, uh, um, I mean, are you considering retirement at this time? Because I'll tell you why. I get so many compliments about Jim Kelch uh, and his skills as, and he uh, should. as an announcer. I what, do not uh, know Terry. And, I do not know I, him. And I know that I know that Jim is a multi-sport athlete, a multi-sport athlete. And I was wondering, um, are you considering, you know, stepping aside? Uh, you and your young wife maybe travel, take a safari to Africa or something like that. Negative. Yeah, why don't you take a safari to Africa, Martin? Leave on May the first. <laughs> I think part of my my name is and your young wife. <laughs> I like well, you I said like that three times. Wife. I remember. I remember when you got your haircut when I first saw her. I, I was, um, I was impressed. Well, I'm a man about town, pal. He's impressed you're, with you're, your you're young wife, also. <laughs> you're a love muffin, Marty, and, and it's, it's a love a, muffin. It's a curse that that you uh, you know that, that you're that good looking uh, at your advance. What did you say? Eighty-seven or seventy-eight? I'm not sure. Anyway, that's, uh, you're good, Terry. You're very uh, good. It's a reason for my call. I, I just, uh, uh, I think that Kelch guy, NKU basketball, Cincinnati Reds, um, multi-sport. I'm a blessed man, Terry. You are. He sure you is. Are. You are. And God, God, you know, uh, I don't know what your wife looks like, but uh, I'm she's sure very she's attractive. A, is she? Is she really? Yeah. I'm very happy. I'm he, happy for you. And the one thing he and I have in common is that we're way over our heads. Yes, Believe indeed. Me. We're way yeah, over you, our heads. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of us do. A lot of us do. Uh, All right, Terry, uh, we got to run. Nice talking to you. Nice talking to you. Hey, the Holy Grail Banks and Budweiser, proud sponsors of the Red Sox Stove League. Make sure you grab some buds while cheering on your favorite college team with specials on Bud and Bud Light Buckets. We need to take a break. We'll come back with more from the Holy Grail Banks, presented by Budweiser and the Red Sox Stove League, right after this. A reminder, the Pete Rose Hall of Fame and Museum's Pete Rose Hit Collection fundraising campaign features 4,256 baseballs, each signed by Pete and stamped with the official Pete Rose Hit Collection logo and baseball's unique hit number. Purchase a Hit Collection baseball and become the owner of that hit and help support the Pete Rose Sculpture Project. Purchase today at RedsMuseum. Dot org. Before you go back to the phones, and we got a, we've got them lined up, Ann and uh, Tom and Walt and Dave. Uh, Amanda just texted me, and for the record, she says, I want to connect through Paris, spend a day or two there, and then we'll go from there. There you go. <laughs> she probably so, wants to stop by Roland Garros and see the French Open facility probably, and all that good stuff. Whatever she wants to do, I can say with every degree of certainty that at the end of the day, she will get her way. It will happen. Yes. All right, back to the phones we go. Ann from Albany, you've been waiting a while. Good to have you on. Hi, Ann. Dan. Dan. Oh, they said Ann. My apologies. Ann, Dan, what the heck? It's semantics. Put a D in front of that. Certainly. What's on your mind? I got a couple, a few questions. Uh, how, how do you think Drew Storen's going to do? Okay, that's question number one. I think Drew Storen is going to do very well. I mean, if you go by the second half of last year where he really improved when he was pitching in Seattle, I think he loves being Marty back in the National yep. League and close to home. What do you, you think, think Matt Lakehouse will sign anywhere or is his career over? You know, I haven't heard that he has signed anywhere, and I don't give Matt Latos a second thought. Do you? Nope. Okay. And, uh, do you think Colvert will be traded next or is he staying? 
If the Reds make another trade, I believe it'll be Kozart. Yeah, and it all depends, though, as Dick Williams has said repeatedly, if there's a team that's in contention or think they're going to contend and they have a middle infielder go down that they feel a guy like Kozart can help them win, then there's a possibility that they could be calling Dick Williams and the Reds to talk about Zach Kozart. But if one doesn't and Zach is here, well, we'll certainly, uh, our pitchers will certainly take advantage of the great defense he plays behind them. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye, Bye Dan. Let's go to Eaton, Ohio. Tom, thanks for waiting. You're on the Red Hot Stove League. Hi, gentlemen. Pleasure to speak with you tonight. Got a thank couple you. questions for you. First, you mentioned about how BP was interacting with the fans. Who do you see that could, on this team that could pick up and maybe take that slack? And secondly, how is Mr. Morgan feeling? I know he's had some health issues lately. Marty said you talked to him earlier. Just wanted to see how he was. Yeah, Thank let's you. take the second part of that question first. Joe's doing fine. Uh, he called me yesterday. We talked uh, uh, 57 minutes. I was really curious, and when we broke connection, I checked my watch, uh, my phone because we talked forever. Uh, he's had a tough, tough time physically, and it looks like he's turned the corner. He uh, he had, he had bone marrow transplant. His daughter was a match. They, they did the procedure. Um, he sounds like a million dollars. He's one of my dear friends in the world. I love him dearly, and uh, I'm just thrilled to death that he's feeling well and he's on the mend, and, and very soon, uh, barring something, God forbid, unseen, he's going to be 100% back to normal. It's going to be great to see him in Cincinnati again. Yeah, it will be. That's great to hear. Yeah. Now, as far as the other part of that question, who may replace Brandon Phillips? I would say nobody will replace Phillips the way he interacted with fans. There's just nobody out there that's going to pick up that, that mantle. However, that being said, I think a guy like Billy Hamilton is very gracious with his time yeah. signing autographs. I think Scott Shebler is that same way. And actually, I think Jose Peraza and Tucker Barnhart are that same way. So, Adam Duvall is the same way, too. Okay, there yeah. you go. And so Devin Mezzarocco is the way, too. Yeah. Nobody's going to do it, though, like Brandon Phillips. No, he just had a unique love for the fans. That's right. And, and along with that, Tom, he has the infectious smile. He has yes. a true undying passion for playing the game of baseball. I mean, you can, you go make note this season when you go to the ballpark and you see however many different teams you watch play here and just look at each player and see how many of those guys you can look at and say – God Almighty, this guy loves to play the game. You don't see he always that. looked like he was happy to be there. Yeah, you don't see that kind of outward emotion from too many players. And again, no, you don't. It's all legitimate. There's nothing phony about him, uh, and and that combination is going to be missed. I mean, I, I I think there are too many players that forget about the reason why they're in a uniform and the reason why they're making the money they're making is because of that guy like yourself who pays religiously to come see a team play ball. If it weren't and he for played the fans, with effort. Yeah, we'd never have a job. I, if, if, it, if Jim wouldn't be broadcasting, I wouldn't. Guys wouldn't be playing. That ballpark right across the street to our left would not be there. It all has to do with the fan. And once you lose sight of that and think you're bigger than the game, then you've got a real problem. Hey, we're going to take right a on. break. But thank before you. we do that, thank you, Tom. Before we do that, we are 10 days away from the first spring training game you and the cowboy are going to call it it'll be the start marty of your 44th year are you you've got to be looking forward to it again i always look forward to going to spring training jim i uh, quite honestly i i think spring training is the best time of the year i love to go to love when we went to florida and and love to go to arizona 
And uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And you'll be out there four or five days after that, and we'll really be off and running then. All right. Now, look, you have I'm sliding uh, out of here. Yeah, so you've I got go some see things to do. Luke has followed up. Uh, got a big game tonight. Had 15 points, nine rebounds, and six assists the other day. And so i got to go and see if he can extend it. Maybe he can get a triple-double tonight. I'd be How a about big it? fan. All right. Thank you, Marty. All right, Jimmy. Thank you. All right. Marty Brenneman exiting stage right. We'll take a break here at the Holy Grail Banks. Come back with more Red Hot Stove League right after this. All right. Back to the Holy Grail Banks. One short segment to go in this final episode here at the Holy Grail of the Red Hot Stove League. Next, uh, next Tuesday night it will be in studio. Mo Egger. We'll have that program. Marty will be out in Arizona giving a report of what's been going on out there. That will be the 21st, and then a mere three days after that, the uh, Cactus League schedule begins. Marty and the Cowboy will be over in Scottsdale as the Reds and the Giants play, and that is a 3.05 Eastern time start. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure I can speak for you that uh, we are all looking forward to games beginning Again, we have a caller that's been waiting religiously, so we'll go right back to the phone. Walt in Oxford, you are up on the Red's Hot Stove League. Jim, it's a privilege to talk to you, sir. How are you, Walt? I'm wonderful. My question is, uh, what are the Reds thinking about a $12 million catcher that can't catch anymore? Are they going to try him in right field in case Scheffler folds under us, or... Uh, are they going to try and deal him if he can't catch to a DH for the American League team? You know, that question has come up a lot, Only uh, not only on this program when Devin was here with us, but to Dick Williams on the, uh, the Reds' caravan. And it's an interesting one because if you ask Devin, he says, yeah, I could try other positions, but he really, really feels like he's going to be able to catch. He, he, I think I, I read a quote from him today online that said he feels much more flexible this year than he did last year after having his left surgery, uh, left hip replaced, uh, left hip repaired last year with surgery, said he feels much better, much more flexible this year. So i got to believe that hes they're going to ease him in, and the, the idea is to get him ready for opening day. And I think Brian Price was even quoted as saying, you know, that first month or so of the season, maybe 50% of the time, I don't know that they're going to cross the bridge as to where he may play or what they may do with him until it's a a certainty that he cannot catch. They could probably try him in left field, and you never know. He has two more years left on his contract. Another part of that question is, will he be able to hit like he did in 2014? Because the big contract came after that all-star year in 2014. So we'll have to see what happens with him. I know this. We are all rooting for a healthy return of Devin Mezzarocco because he and Tucker Barnhart will be a great tandem behind the play. Don't you agree? Yeah. For sure. Thank you, Walt, yes. for calling. Thank you, sir. You bet. All right. Well, we have about two minutes or so left in the program. I want to thank everybody all, all uh, off-season long for coming down here to the Holy Grail. The show starts in early November. And uh, let's see, we've had Marty. We've had Tom. We've had myself. We've had Doug Flynn. We've had Tom Browning. Uh, as guest hosts throughout the uh, the course of the offseason. It's great fun, and I can tell you this. When we used to do the show in the studio, and Marty says it all the time, it was boring, not a lot of fun to go out there and do the show at the studio, but since we've been coming down here to the Holy Grail, this is, what, the third or fourth year. It really has livened up the show. Great attendance uh, week in and week out. We couldn't do it without the good folks at the Holy Grail, without our main man in charge of the Reds, uh, Red, Reds Radio Network, Joe Zerhusen. We certainly thank him for all his hard work. 
Dan Lewis and uh, all the good folks in the sales department who make it possible. So thank you very much. Just um, another quick reminder, we are 10 days away from the first spring training broadcast. And, and there was a nice note today that I read. 36 games is what the Reds will play. 32 of those games you'll be able to hear on radio or Reds.com. The only four that won't be heard are part of uh, uh, split squad days, and the Reds will pick one, and obviously they can't do them both. So you'll get your fill of Reds baseball throughout the month of March. And then, of course, it all kicks off for sure on, on April the 3rd when the Phillies are here at Great American Ballpark. We are out of time. We thank you for coming down. We thank you for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you 10 days from now out in Arizona when Reds and the Giants kick it off in Cactus League play. Till then, good night, everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.